Fan me. Fan me! Oh, it's like this plague just came out of my ass. Oh. That's a relief. Vornado. Cure me! Are we recording that? Yes. More where that came from. I'm afraid so. That chicken was delicious, but it, no, no, it's good. It's gone. Ready. Okay. So welcome to Arl Knots podcast number eight. I am Zach. Wait, I'm I'm Craven. Psych! Holy smokes! I'm Craven. I'm Zach. And uh, welcome to the podcast. It's, it's been a little bit. It's been a little bit, but we are uh, we're back in it. We're having a, a, a pretty awesome March. I live outside of the time loop. <laughs> where your calendar is meaningless to me. Uh, this intro sucks. No, it's good. All right. Uh, yeah, so here's we'll, what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about some updates. Uh, we're going to have our general uh, entertainment recommendations. Uh, we're going to be taking a look. Become an Arl Knots tradition. Yes. To us telling you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things that we have liked recently. Uh, we have a, a little bit of an inside look into some of the things that we've recorded that have been super weird. Like if you've ever wondered what... Uh, Zach sounds like before we apply any Kylo Ren effects to his voice. That's what we're going to be looking into, as well as um, how hard it was for Zach to say "Hip Hop Dave." Yeah, people have been asking us about possible outtakes, behind the scenes material. I figure this is as good a place as any to yeah. to showcase some of that tomfoolery. We'll share some of that, and yeah. that's about it for today. Thomas foolery. So the first thing that we would like to talk about is Truewood. So for the first time in Arl Knott's history, we have a kind of a sponsor. I say kind of because they really just sent us some of their cool products and asked if we, you know, would talk about them, which now that we have received them and tried them out, we're, I think we're more than happy to do that. Um, it's True Wood. They make watches. They primarily make watches, but they have sunglasses as well. We got a little bit of each. Got a nice watch, some glasses. They're made of, they're wood-based. Yeah, so the, it's, you know, watches and sunglasses that are made of wood. They're they're really nice products. Uh, they're well designed, and we uh, they have a, a a philosophy and mission at Truewood where every time you buy something from them, they plant ten trees, and they're hoping to uh, plant a million trees by two thousand two thousand eighteen. And they're well on the way. I don't know if that's a hard date or if there's a month, uh, but they're they're working on it. It's a noble goal. And and just to be straight up with you guys, if these showed up and they were like total crap, we wouldn't be talking about it. So this is not a this is not a shameless situation. <laughs> so they were cool. They were like, hey, would you guys shout us out if we sent you a couple things? And we said, sure. We we don't normally do things like this, but we thought it was interesting. And you know, since we like to make life difficult for ourselves, we thought we'd also write a jingle for Truewood. Yeah, and so we got a little we put a little little ditty together for them. And if they want to use this in their advertising, we'd be you know. We're cool with that. If they want to make a commercial using this or whatever, that's fine. We're, we'd be honored. Yeah. So let's um let's play down our, our uh, Truewood jingle. I hope you guys all like it. We hope you like it also at Truewood. Here we go. We didn't play this for them in advance, by the way. This is this is gonna be the first. They're they're hearing it for the first time with you. Which we hope we're they're as excited as you are to hear it. Without further ado, Truewood the song. Where? 
clogged. I never even considered wearing them before. But now I do. These products have changed my opinion on the possibility of wearing clogs. I'm gonna go get some today. I want a wood hat. Where can I get some wood gloves? So that I may touch everything with wood. I will become the wood master. And as I ascend through time and space in my wood hat, in my wood shirt, my wood pants, my wood gloves, my wood shoes, my true wood watch, and my true wood sunglasses, we will plant a billion trees by 2018. What about wood socks? Is that even possible? So there it was, Truewood, you have a new jingle, your branding has been just dropped on you like the hand of God. <laughs> we don't have any expectations we here. We have zero. I don't, think they, I don't know what their expectations were, probably not that, but we are happy to do it. We stand behind it. We, stand, we would, I would, I would release that song you with full confidence. You true would release it. <laughs> I would truly would kill myself <laughs> for that joke um so that's it anybody else interested yes. in sending us some free stuff <laughs> yes thank you to, to truewood um thanks for sending those things along they're really cool we like them uh pl- check out their site my truewood.com t-r-u-w-o-o-d yes that's true t-r-u just for the record i got the you got the uh, truewood architect. architect i got the truewood traveler it's going to go with a lot of the outfits that I like to put together. It's going to real, really tie the whole thing, I think. All right, let's go on. Yeah, so we got what do we got next? We t- oh, so it's been a while. We've released some videos since the last time we talked. We got, uh, if you haven't seen, we released an R2-D2 video with our pal Schaefer Bates out of Wales. Uh, he's pretty infamous these days for his uh, you know Game of Thrones impressions. I mean, he's got a ton of great impressions. I think he's most on the map for his Game of Thrones, though. Oh, um, but he and he also is uh, definitely uh, getting some really cool opportunities. I think he's going to be in the sequel to. Uh, he was cast as one of the characters in the sequel to. I don't know if we could talk about that. Oh, okay. They've told us that in confidence. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, that's we won't shit, talk yeah. about he's that. He's got he's got a lot of big things on the horizon. He's got some big things on the horizon. You'll see uh, his name out there for sh- sure. And Schaefer goes way back with us to to episode. Two. Yeah, he was Dex in yep. the uh, infamous diner scene. He's fantastic. He was Lama Sue, the uh, recreational mind expansion ex- expert. Yep. So he's got some great voices in addition to being a great impressionist. Um, so he, we kind of challenged him to put uh, to to find R two D 2s voice. We worked we worked for a while to get that that yeah. voice right, and you know we understand that the R two D two with a voice video is uh, it's a little polarizing. It's a little polarizing with our fan base, and I think um. You know, we, we sort of views it, viewed it as a technical experiment. Uh, when we went into it, you know, we like to tell jokes, but also we were curious to see what would happen if we could plausibly sell this idea that R2-D2 was communicating correctly within the, the context of the scenes in Star Wars. So we stay, we tried to stay true, as true wood to that as possible. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was going to go there. Uh, no, we were, we were both going to end up doing that uh, for the rest of our lives, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, so we wanted to stay true to that concept. And to that end, sometimes we weren't 
just thinking, oh, let's have R2 just going, like, go on, like, a swearing, you know. You know, that that kind of disappointed me, too. The amount of people that were just kind of, that looked at our video and thought and vocalized, oh, I thought you were going to put a bunch of swears and farts over it. And that's <laughs> been done. Like, that, we, we are so late to that game and didn't even cross our minds in the first We're not place. above that's it, though. Definitely not above it. You know, to that end we were trying to find the character, what he would sound like, what his inflection would be like. Did his, we wanted his voice to match him in, in a lot of ways. So we, we worked hard to make it uh, as realistic as possible if R2 had spoken in the films. And that took a lot of weird work too, technically also to get rid of all the beeps. Yeah, it was the a beeps, real nightmare. Yeah, we had to, you know, to grab the, the, the audio track and kind of do what we normally do which is separate um the, the use the surround sound to separate tracks from the score in this case it was more difficult yeah. because you know in, in a lot of cases we can just pull out all the sound and add our own and not worry about what's in there but in this case we were using all of the original audio from the films intact yeah. minus the sounds that r2d2 were making so as a technical exercise that was kind of interesting for us too. And we've done technical exercises before too this isn't a new thing we dropped on i mean minus williams was a technical exercise and the joke was in the results of that exercise. It's sort of the same as R2. You know, there's there's not... Humor isn't always just about a punchline or a funny quote. You know, there's sometimes... One of my favorite comedy books, and you'll find it in the comedy section, is The Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks. Mm -hmm. There's nothing funny about that book other than how straight-faced the entire thing is. He's giving you what he thinks are realistic solutions to the problem of zombies. And it never he never breaks that that surface yeah, he's of, dedicated of, to that. Of, yeah, of seriousness. It's like, it's, you could even apply some of those things in real life. Like how do I, if I'm trapped under a thing, I could use this to get out. So it's, <laughs> so there are some, some, there is humor to be found in the dedication to a concept. Right on. And R2 actually ended up doing pretty well. That was another one of those videos where we kind of boost the channel overall to get other people. And then they'll hopefully go find out, you know, the other weird stuff we get up to. Yep. Uh, we do have, uh, obviously, there's always more Star Wars stuff coming down the line. Yeah. We had our Kylo Ren plays that's going. He's going to be continuing presence as a uh, as a YouTube channel. Yeah, he does. And so he's got things lined up. He's got, yeah, there's some weird one. You, you won't see the next one coming either. <laughs> yeah, the next one, yeah, the next one is is definitely, we'll, we'll just, we'll leave that one a mystery yeah. for now. Mysteries. Um, mysteries. We have, uh, obviously, episode six is under still underway. That's God, those episodes just are so. Yeah, be, oh, but you know they're the, so the, unwieldy. They're unwieldy, <laughs> but the things that we have got so far for Return of the Jedi, I think are gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna make you happy. <laughs> Where we're going with just Jabba's palace. Just think about Jabba's palace and what <laughs> is possible with that space and those people. And it's gonna be. We're we're gonna we're, we're really excited to work on that part. Yeah, with what we've what it's we've, exciting and daunting. What we've at the drummed same time. up so far. It's always tough when you need to you know land strong and finish something out too. So there's always like pressure to yeah. to do that. And you know we want to make sure that we tell this the story while still remaining true to the absurdity of it. I mean it's not like it's not like we take it so seriously that we think we're doing anything important. You know? Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and talk about it like, you know, to the, the mise-en-scene in the scene that we are trying, we're striving to achieve is going to change life as we know it. It's just so funny, though, because it's, in some ways, you do need to think about it as a thing because we don't, 
We, it's we a want, big production. We, we want to, yeah. I mean, it always takes a lot. There's out a lot of, us. of work involved in and, making something that seems just un, so goofy on the surface. Yeah, it's crazy. But we're we're so we're we're jumping into that. And, and by the way, and I'm not jumping on people again. Just in the comments, we sometimes we get a lot of, uh, and it, it kind of brings us down when we release something. And some one of the comments is just, "This isn't episode six. What is going on?" I just want to reiterate that just because we're working on other things doesn't mean that project's not happening. Those things just take so long to make that if we didn't release anything on our channel in between episodes, there would be nothing on our channel for three to three months to a year. And that's just not realistic if we're trying to make this thing what we do. Um, so we just we hope we put things out there and hope you enjoy it for what it is in the hopes that you will be able to you know, see what you, what you want to see. I see it though as I see it though as people really needing the thing which yeah. i love it's great <laughs> no, it's I, I, feel, I feel that way about certain things it's just the tone sometimes when they, when they it's like some people come in really hot with like one guy called his hacks and it's always hard to tell if people are joking and they're like where's episode six you hacks and it's like do you like our work or do you not i can't tell from this comment well, that, that might be someone that uh maybe they uh Maybe they have a, a pro, like a real problem. They might, or they might be like it might have been somebody that I just didn't like, re like remember right away that we've had an interaction in the past where we joked like that. It's tough. There's I see I, it all as light. Yeah. So, I see it as so, light, and you know what happens usually when I see something and we get like upset about it initially. If we 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 our, our first instinct in every case, if you're ever upset by an email or a comment, just resist the urge to respond for at least an hour. <laughs> Give yourself an hour to be like, you know what? They're probably joking. And then by the time we actually do reply, if we decide to, we do it in a light way. And it turns out they were joking and something was just lost through text or, you know, in, or intent. And ah, everything's just, just say what you want whenever say, you want. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> say unless, what you want whenever you want to see what at, happens. Unless you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny advice. It's mixed right now because usually I'm the guy that's like, I'm going to take a dump on this guy in the comments because <laughs> how dare he? Comments are such a funny beast, man. They're great and they're terrible at the same time. Yeah, and I feel a, like I feel like for the most part they are great. Uh, they we've are. got a lot of funny. We got a lot of funny viewers out there, and they just they, the, some of the comments that people hit with. We had one guy um, in the comments. And I cannot remember his name off the top of my head, but he we in our most recent video, our our Boston Dynamics handle fake C, uh, BBC interview. He had this whole scenario painted out in which he was. He found Handle, the robot, who was missing, and it was, it was currently, uh, had been led on a chase by him and was hiding from Handle as he was beating down the door and he was sending a desperate text and posting it to our YouTube comments section. And it was, it took so much, something like, he put so much into he, it. Something about the way that he worded it was so funny. Well, the way that it started out, it seemed like it was going to be another just uh, angry comment about, about the video. Tom, Tom Servo. Sir, yeah, Tom Servo, Dr. 42. That was... Uh, that was a pretty epic comment. Um, I think the real-time element to it is just <laughs> hilarious. By the way, about that video, a lot of you have made the connection. They're saying, that's that's Zach, me, by the way, being interviewed. And a lot of people uh, have... One of the most common comments I see is that they're asking if I'm the dude from... If I'm Oscar Isaac from X... Is it X Machina or X Machina? How do you... X Machina, X Machina, yeah. Um, we have a similar style. <laughs> it's, and one thing uh, nobody picked up on, Z, I've not seen anybody pick up on it yet, but my guy's name in that interview is Nathan Bateman, which is Oscar Isaac's <laughs> character from Ex Machina. We totally own that word on our sleeve. Um, 
for the record, I've been rocking that look for the last like 10 years. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, it predates uh, Oscar Isaac and it predates. Um, I guess that's it. It doesn't really predate anything else. I, I, I don't really have any control over it. Just as um, Speaking of bad comments, what, literally the first comment on that video was somebody <laughs> shitting on me for apparently overcompensating for my, my bald head by having a big beard. And he said, it's a shame when a hairline <laughs> recedes and hides under a chin with the illusion of hair. And I'm like, dude, that's what's happening to me naturally. <laughs> Nothing about my face is an attempt at anything. I just, as my hair fell out, my beard got thicker. That's just <laughs> what my, my face is doing. There's no attempt to hide anything. I'm wearing everything on my sleeve. You know, it's such a yeah. strange thing. I just, uh, you know, and there, you know, there is a deep, portion of the dating pool who are super into that look. So I'm not ashamed <laughs> in any way about that, about my choices. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't appear to be a, pro a problem. You know, what is sad though. Other bald guys who hide it with, uh, with silly hats. I'm going to put a petition out there to stop the silly hat game. You know, if you're losing your hair, just, or just wear, you know, don't wear a, a, a trilby. Like that's all I ask. It's, if you got a little, you know, and if you do do that, I, you know, I used to do it. I, I know that because I used to do it. And I, before I didn't even realize I was doing it. I'm like, you know what I'm going to get into cool hats. Cool hats. <laughs> it's time. It's the point in my life where I try cool hats <laughs> and uh, yeah, got to get over it. Let's see. We have Aggie con coming up. That's uh, just yeah. in a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple Q and A's at Aggie con. We've that's, talked uh, about it on our last podcast. Yeah, again, that's in, that's taking place in Bryan, Texas over the weekend of the 24th of March. Blah, so, yeah, blah, blah, we got blah, blah, the Q and A at 10 AM on Saturday. Uh, we've got uh, another panel, the parody creation and execution, and that's going to be 7 p.m. Yeah. And then we have a, oh, we time jump a little bit here. We have a how to produce music panel that we're a part of at uh, 3 p.m. on Saturday. So um, we know a lot of people that in our audience are planning on being there. We're going to hook up with you guys. If you are going to be in the area or if you're around, you know, come hang out with us. We're going to try to put together a little night, find a local spot, a bar, or maybe even try to bowl. <laughs> And uh, see how our we haven't bowled since Portland, so I don't know how well our games hold up. You got to practice, you know, consistency. We'll be just fine. We'll be fine. Uh, so let's jump into uh, entertainment stuff. Yeah, we get some the, entertainment. The stuff. only thing that that really has come up, there have been a couple things we haven't seen Logan yet. That's well, I hear it's amazing. Yeah, I heard that it's really good. It's a different kind of X Men movie. A lot of people yeah. are saying it's one of the best X Men movies. So we're excited about that. But the one movie is Get Out which Zach was <laughs> so Zach saw get out and he's been badgering me about it for, mm -hmm. for like a, a week and a half. I've been every, I've been following up every <laughs> suggestion. I'm like, okay, uh, do you want to just, what do you, you want to get some lunch and then go see get out? Let's, how do you want to <laughs> approach this day? It, it, it finally got to a point where he, he was basically saying, I can't, communicate with you normally <laughs> unless we see get out i had so many links and jokes that i wanted to send him and i just couldn't because it just completely ruined the movie it's yeah um, so we finally jordan peele of key and peele's uh key and peele fame jordan peele and i it's remember his directorial debut and i remember him in an old interview making a joke about this he said i want to make a, a horror movie where the where the horror is being a black guy surrounded by white people. And I thought it was a funny joke. And I was like, that'd be an awesome movie. But it never in my life that I imagined he was actually going to do it. He did it. And he did it in the most amazing way possible. Mm -hmm. So, so we're, we, we, we want to give like a spoiler free, have a spoiler free discussion. Sometimes we, we drop into these things and we're like, yeah. Oh, we don't, spoilers yeah, coming up. We don't want to, we don't want to exclude anybody anymore. That's, that's, that's not who we are. <laughs> I mean, if we, if we're going to do spoilers, we'll still give you a heads up for it. But, uh, but in this case, uh, we really want to, 
try to spread the word. We think people should should see it. Uh, if if you're into horror and you're into horror with a really great subtext that's driving the story, it's really a brilliant film. It, you know, it was rocking. Not that we looked at you know having these things having too much stock, but it was rocking 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which the only other movie that a uh, horror film that has 100% is uh, Repulsion mm. by Polanski which is a sort of a classic horror film, a psychological horror. But anyway, this, at any rate, this being the internet, by the way, uh, somebody had to post just a completely contrarian review to drop that. So there's literally one review out of over 150 negative um, to bring it to 99%. It was, it's just a purely hateful. And of course it's, you know, I don't even want to get, say his name. I don't even want to give that. It's like, it's like giving him power by oh, saying his name. All right, That's we'll, all he We'll bleep that yeah. out. <laughs> Screw him. Uh, he writes, you know, his writing style is is so blatantly trolling. It doesn't it doesn't offer anything constructive to the development of culture. It's just it's, he's, he's been he's made a career out of that. Yeah, he he's made a career out of just being contrary for the sake of being contrary. There's and, no, that's the most low effort form of critique you could possibly do. There's no effort involved in just being of just saying the opposite of what everybody else is saying and it's to a get a of, rise out of people. Yeah, and it's a bit of a shame because. You, I would just love to see this movie rock 100% of Rotten Tomatoes yeah. for its existence. Yeah, you know, for absolutely. The rest of its time. Uh, he actually, I don't even know if I want to go there. He, he made a comparison. To, uh, so Dan, uh, the main uh, actor uh, played Chris in the movie. He, he's very expressive. He's a, he's a handsome man. And one of the most iconic images in the marketing is him sitting there in wide-eyed terror with tears running down his face. Uh, you have to have seen that image. Uh, and he likened it to Sambo the bug-eyed minstrels of, of the old Sambo and Mantan days. And he said that Spike Lee would be like, you know, like falling out of his chair in anger. And I'm like, dude, yeah, so you're saying that the movie is racist because the actor's face makes you think of racist stereotypes. <laughs> that is, your, your review is null and void, bro. Like I'm over it. Why is it even counted in the in the Rotten Tomatoes uh, algorithm? I don't understand. <laughs> you know who we're talking about. You know what it is. <laughs> anyway, this movie is uh, it's 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 a horror movie that's a brilliant horror movie. Nothing is in, uh, on accident. Everything is intentional. Everything you see is set up in just brilliant ways. Uh, it's, yeah, it's execute every. Yeah, it's uh, uh, God. There's so many things to say about it. I mean, you know, a lot of films. They take different approaches in terms of the vision for the film. Like if you look at something like Cabin in the Woods, clearly the vision for that film was let's take all of the tropes behind a horror film and let's play with those and you know warp those things into the story uh, to subvert your expectations about what a horror film can be. What makes this so brilliant to me is that it works equally as well as a a commentary on racial tension as it does as a horror film in all the right ways. And neither one takes a more important role in the way that the film is made. It's so, yeah. they, 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 those two ideas service one another. And, you know, the, the thing about horror films, well, a lot of t films, but, but with horror especially, it's never the horror that's important. It's, it's the subtext that's yeah. driving I mean, everything. If you look at any, so it's interesting. I, I posted about this on our RLN's Twitter to just go see the movie. And one one user asked uh, if it, like oh I didn't have any plans to see it because it looked too politically ham fisted, is it? And I said no. But any good sci fi and horror, and we're always saying this. Any good sci fi and horror is uh, culturally relevant for the time that it is made. Uh, if you look at Friday the Thirteenth, that is a politically ham fisted movie. It's a Reagan era horror movie where teenagers who do fun things 
pay the, a price. They die. Who lives? The, the pure, untouched virgin. That's a very politically driven theme that carried out through the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Dead with zombie shopping mall, you know, people. That's like, that's a huge commentary. So everything is a political commentary. But this one, it just resonates differently because it, it, it has the potential to make you feel bad for yourself if that's how you choose to see it. But it, and but it's it also, doesn't. If you look at it, it's just so But good. it's also interesting because... If you look at it from a couple different perspectives, you could also say that the film is making fun of like the liberal elite, which yeah. is kind of it incredible. absolutely is because no care. And this is a this isn't a spoiler. Uh, there is no racist character in this movie. There's no like clan racism, you know, where it's like over the top, like N word. You know, it's not like that. This the the racial tension is is more realistic. It's the kind you see every day in people that are trying their hardest to be open-minded, but just be, just doing it wrong. <laughs> they're, right. they're just doing it in awkward ways by not understanding that what they say may not be as sensitive as they think it is. Yeah. And uh, as, you know, someone who personally has dealt with that, I you know, I've said it before, I come from a family that uh, is mixed race, and we've come from a place that is not very mixed race. <laughs> we come from Colorado. And just the things that are said to you, just little by little, they kind of just you just you develop an armor and you just kind of shake your head and you're just like, that's ah, fine, you know. What do you do? It's like any you know, it's to point it out almost sometimes requires more effort than to just deal with it, and move yeah. on. And this movie is about that. It's and, about that, but it's also aware of that, so yeah. it's not like shoving things down your throat. Yeah, uh, it's 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 being the best kind of thing a horror film should be. Yeah. So as the story unfolds, you're. you're completely consumed with this <laughs> I want this fear about what is going on and and everything from the score to the acting the, the all the characters the, the are cast incredible. across the board was amazing I thought the writing you know it's the kind of film where you're like laughing as much as you are cringing yeah. uh you you want to like scream I almost wanted to yell at the scream the screen at one point like <laughs> yes that was like so psyched you know it's it's really and I don't remember the last time I felt like that in a film where I just wanted to get up and you know, cheer. Uh, major shout out to uh, Lil Rel Howery, by the way, from from Atlanta. That guy stole every scene he was in. Yeah, he was as, amazing as the friend. You know, he's he's amazing. Daniel Kaluuya is. Uh, you might recognize him from Black Mirror. We talk about Black Mirror a lot. He's actually in the second episode. Um, can't remember the name of that one. It's like the Facebook World one where you're on the bikes and you got to earn points for your little avatar. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's actually a British born actor. Um, yeah, and it's, uh, and it's just to kind of sell you, <laughs> to give you a real life example. Um, so my family went over <laughs> to a barbecue at a white family's house. <laughs> I don't want to like say the relation because it'll just, it'll p call people out and that's not fair. But uh, the dad <laughs> wanted to make my dad feel as comfortable as possible. So the first thing he did was just blasted music by black artists. My dad has hearing aids. He has no problem hearing things at a normal level. But he, so this, this, this music was just killing him because he has like, he has like robot hearing now. And every time like a new, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, you know, like obvious black stars. And every time a new song would come on, he'd come up to my dad. He's like, hey, you know this one? Do you know who this is? Stevie Wonder. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, man. Like it's, you're making a big deal out of this in a weird way. Everybody knows who Stevie Wonder is, not just black people. It doesn't make you cool or like it doesn't endear you anymore to like it's just making you weird. Like you're pointing weird things out and it's making everybody uncomfortable. So that's, uh, you know, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to point out the soundtrack, too. Oh, man. Uh, every good horror film has a good soundtrack. 
not everyone, but uh, they, uh, iconic. I, I, I feel the like the soundtracks are almost as iconic as the films themselves. Yeah. You know, you think of like you think of Exorcist, Friday the Thirteenth, um, Halloween. Like yeah. all those have recognizable. Music I, uh, I I just love it when when a soundtrack takes a different route that gives you some real the real creeps. <laughs> you know, while 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 not exactly being what you may expect. Um, this, this film is is like that. I mean, there are a lot of sort of classic things that uh, that they're doing with the score. Uh, who who scored the? I'm not sure. Who's the composer? I think his name is Abel. Uh, Michael. Yeah, Michael, oh, Michael Abel's. Abel's. Yeah, Michael Abel's. Is uh, the composer. I don't know Michael Abel's work, but I I loved his work in this. We're just gonna play one of the. Uh, this is the opening track that uh, the title track when the movie starts. This is the first score you hear. This is the first song you hear. Okay, so track from the film, and it appears that Get Out is the first film by Abel's. So that's congrats, awesome, dude. Yeah, that's, he, a, that's a big uh, opener. Nice work, dude. Yeah. Uh, and if that, oops, if that track doesn't creep you out a little bit, then maybe you just shouldn't see the movie. Yeah. But so, we can't, yeah, we can't recommend the film enough. Go see it. It's just a, it's an excellent horror film. It's gonna it's gonna be up there with the classics for for good reason. Yeah, I, I'm actually excited to see it again. Yeah. To be honest. I, yeah, actually watching it a second time, I recommend it too. Because I, I went. Uh, when I got Craven to go out, I got another friend that hadn't seen it. I made it sort of the orphan trip. Like anybody who hadn't seen it that didn't really have anybody else that wanted to see it with them, they were there. You're with me. Um, the only other thing I wanted to talk about today was the Young Pope. But since you haven't seen it, Zach, we yeah, can leave it I'm for our future that. time. I'll get I just, on it. I just want to say that uh, I sat down and watched the whole series over a couple, uh, you know, over the last week or so, and uh, it's really interesting. <laughs> A it's it's sort of a challenging series in a lot of ways, but the writing is, is extraordinary. Jude Law is is awesome. The whole supporting cast. Oh, is, Jude Law's in it. Jude Law oh, is is the Pope. He's the Law. young Pope. Oh damn. Yeah. And uh, which I guess he's he's getting up there, but he's still he'd be young for a Pope. <laughs> oh yeah, no for sure. Uh, it just it it's it's a really weird kind of wild show um oh, i like that image just him lean back smoking yeah no it's really it's 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 really interesting He's like the james dean of popes i'd be curious to see what you think about it and what yeah, other I people think about there. it diane keaton diane Keaton's also in it? wow she, she's she's great I, I mean it's it's such a boy what a weird twisting sort of show it is but anyway check it out let me know what you think mm. yeah and uh and i guess one more i guess in entertainment i guess video game wise i've been playing horizon zero dawn this ooh, week what? And that is probably one of the most beautiful video games I've ever played in my life. And it's just the world that it exists in is a uh, post-humanity, post-civilization world where uh, nature has reclaimed Earth. I think it takes place mostly in Denver, Colorado, too, which is interesting. I found that just by playing the game. And you look up our old archives and things. But you, the, the crux of the game is that you are a, basically a tribal hunter. And you're, bas you're up against 
mechanized versions of some sometimes they're just animals other times they're full-blown dinosaurs and it's Whoa. those those interact those encounters are so amazing wow these screenshots are ridiculous. that's the game that's not that's not that's the game that's oh, what really? it looks like that's yeah. a screenshot, that's a from, screenshot actual from the gameplay? game it might be a demo but the, the demo crap. is that's running on the real engine wow that is some crazy design this game is insane you're fighting you know you could you could fight but then later take over machines so you're riding around on me mechanical <laughs> horses and bulls and it's oh man oh that is so rad that's a tall neck yeah you 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 climb up that thing kind of like is this uh, for xbox i think it's playstation only. God, you got to get on the playstation because yeah, there's bloodborne you got you're missing out on which is one of my all-time favorites but yeah horizon zero dawn is beautiful Book four. I had a friend too. My buddy Gino kept just talking about how beautiful he posted about how beautiful it was, and I was like, I don't care about beauty. And how beautiful can it be? And I was playing it. And I almost like cried. <laughs> it was like <laughs> you see the sunrise, and it's not timed. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it's not it's manipulative not in any way. It's a real time thing because time just passes naturally in the game. Yeah. And if you're just at the right angle, at standing with the right trees, you know, around you, and the sun peeks <laughs> through it, and yeah, it's. It's I'm gonna have it. to check it out. You know what? I need to get a PlayStation bad. Yeah, they're gonna, getting, they're gonna go on sale. They already announced. I think that next year the PlayStation uh, Five is coming out, so right, you'll be able to get a deal. That's on what one. I want for my birthday. It's PlayStation. Right. And uh, you know, I'm birthday. not gonna wait. I'm not gonna wait for my birthday. Don't I'm do it. Just, just call it a birthday. Yeah. Birthday. Uh, so that's all entertainment news. Nice. What do we got? Let's go on to uh, some that. of the some of the uh, some, some of the that? behind the scenes things. Yeah. So we talked about this earlier. We gave you the heads up that it was happening. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> so here's Zach having a hard time getting out the line. Hip hop superstar. Or super uh, superstar hip hop. Cyber superstar. Hip hop. Hip hop. Dave. Hip -hop Dave. Yeah. I'll just play it down. <laughs> The dynamic virtual viewer is more than a plastic strap that holds your phone to your face. It is a gateway to actual dimensions where the future is in your hands. As you enter your new reality. <laughs> oh shit. Fuck. What is going on? Oh no. Oh, okay, we're good. As you enter your new reality, you will be greeted by Cyber Superstar. <laughs> As you enter your new reality, you will be greeted by super super. As you enter your new reality, you will be greeted by cyber superstar. <laughs> Hip hop team. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, we should save this. We just play like, samples of it on the podcast. We're like, here's what it's like trying to record with these stupid things. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking hip hop. There's always one line, dude. Always. I don't, what was the last line? Was it like the copper become the copper man? Was that the has become the full copper man? I couldn't even get it out. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm over it. Where is it? As you enter your new reality, you will be greeted by cyber superstar Hip Hop Dave. <laughs> I barely got that one out, dude. That should work though, right? Yeah. <laughs> like celebrity man, Brett Favre. <laughs> Fuck. 
All right. Act now and become the full. <laughs> No way. Come on. All right. <laughs> I need you to relax. <laughs> Act now and become the full copper man. <laughs> oh, my God. Be become a champion of the future. Become a champion of the future. As the copper man. <laughs> the copper man. That's, so That's so dumb. <laughs> oh my god. Whew, oh cry. Oh cry. As the copper man, you <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna have a hard time with this man. Here we go. Copper. As the <laughs> easy now. Whew. As, God damn it! As right. as the as the copper man, you will benefit from increased strength, increased strength, and speed. Increased strength, speed, resistance to powder-based ballistics, rap and rapid pickle access. So as yeah. you can see, uh, we tend, we can get the giggle fits for over certain lines. I don't know what it is about each line that does it, but it's, it happens with every one of those projects we do. And we both turn into uh, slobbering, sniffling, <laughs> mucusy messes when we start laughing, apparently. That was gross. I think people have these problems a lot on the sets of comedies where they're trying to get through a scene and like they just can't. You know, yeah. Any any scene with like Horatio Sands or or Jimmy Fallon apparently are <laughs> impossible to get through. He, uh, so here's here's one of my all time favorites. This is uh, boy, it, it's it's hard to explain how ma how many different processors we have to use to get uh, the voice of Kylo Ren, and of course it starts with uh, with an impression of Adam Driver trying to. So that's a part of it. That's a big. That's a, a, the, one of the most important parts of it. Um, which we, which I always try to find. One of my warm-ups, by the way, is when he's talking about the ocean. The ocean. <laughs> I see it. The ocean. That's <laughs> how so I get in the zone. Oh, I, so, I, I see it. Oh, oh. So, so, you know, we get into the, the Adam Driver zone, but then we have something like seven layers of audio effects that are anywhere between uh, distortion plugins to... Uh, other types of amp plugins to voice uh, pitch shifting. So here's a clip of Zach, as you know from Kylo Ren outtakes, doing uh, the Rihanna's work. Rihanna's work. All right, here we go. Is this the auto-tuned one? So it's no, all. This is, oh, this is pure. This okay. Is just, no, no, this is not pure. This is the one that's from the actual oh, the actual right. video. So I'm gonna. All right, well, let's play that one down. I have been practicing something. Would you like to hear it? Not really. Too bad. Just get ready for work, 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 work. You see me happy, work, 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 work. You see me give me dirt, 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 dirt. And so we put in work, work. Why, why, what do you think your technique? Na, 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 na. When you all go na, 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 na. Ba, 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 da, da, da. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 ba. 
So for anyone who's seen that, obviously that that's you know work. So the thing about the thing about <laughs> I'm laughing before you even get to it. The thing about that clip was that it wasn't just doing the song. Uh, I, we had to also auto tune Zach for certain parts of the song. Not only am because, I a terrible singer to begin with, but when I'm doing an impression of someone else trying to sing. I'm all over the damn place. I mean, that, that's part of it, but it's also that, you know, with all the effects on there is Kylo Ren also. It's like... Oh, right. Some of the you, effects actually ruined... Yeah, some of the effects make it difficult for the song to come through. So we had to we had to push his normal voice into all these weird places so to they, get this, to the song to sound like work. like With the effects on it. Yeah, like melodically. So here is uh, work with... <laughs> We're gonna, we're, yeah. It's auto tuned, but with no Kylo Ren effect. Yeah, on here's it. here's Zach pure with no Kylo Ren effects, and what we had to do to get it hit, it to work for when we put the effects. God on damn it! With the puns again. Yeah. <laughs> I have been practicing something. Would you like to hear it? Not really. Too bad. Just get ready for work, 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 work. work. You see me happy work, 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 work. You see me do me dirt, 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 dirt. And so we put in work, work. Why, why would you think your technique? Na, 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 na. When you all go na, 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 na. What do you think of my technique now? Will not be intimidated by you. Is that so? Then how about Let me see you work Yeah, that, that's a real that's a real mess. Yeah, that's it's it's a sonic attack. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. Uh, it's it sounds so crazy. It sounds like you're in one of those like the background would be you're in one of those tunnels. It's a black and white spiral that's just spinning around <laughs> like an old old yeah, old, old hypno hypnotizing uh, chamber. It was a really great fun house. In Salem, Massachusetts, that had had one of those had one of those going on, straight up funhouse style. Remember when they used to be funhouses? You would walk through, and there would be stairwells where the stairs yeah. are, are moving left and right, and you would just fall over yourself trying to get through it. And, uh, that reminds me of a, that show, Ultimate Beastmaster, on Netflix that I've been watching. Oh, I gotta watch that. <laughs> yeah, you talked about there's that. There's a there's a really this is this quick segue. There's a one obstacle where it's just platforms. There's there are multi, varying levels, varying heights. And they spin. And you can tell they don't look that bad when you're just watching somebody else do it. But you just know it's a tight spin. So you know they're just about to puke every time. they're And they're trying to get their bearings. And you see them kind of start to do the drunk walk. And yeah, just, yeah. I was like, that guy's going to shatter his ankle when he lands. He has no <laughs> center of gravity right now. That's... That's all I got. Well, on that note, on that note, uh, we're let's wrap it up. Yeah. Um, 
Those are some outtakes. We'll try to collect more in the future. People always want to see behind the scenes footage and there's just we have too we have too many responsibilities. We forget that we to maybe just set up a camera and let it run. There's it's also not all fun. Like we we get like it's just some of it's just hard work, so we're just like in serious mode, just like trying to figure problem solve and stuff. It's not entertaining to watch. The best thing is when we get into, into arguments over whether it. it should be the words <laughs> ultimate tree galaxy or if it should be the cosmos of we the should trees. Use, we should stop using the word space. We use it too much. We've never had that argument. We're never going to stop using the no, word space. No, we're on the same page. Well, that's an example. Right, so yeah, man. check us out at all the spots, you know. Um, a true wood, mytruewood.com, you can find us. <laughs> no, thank you again to those guys for sending us cool stuff. Uh, hopefully we'll see you guys, some of you guys at AggieCon. I know some of you already booked your, your trips, your hotels, so we look forward to hanging out with you guys. Hells yes. Uh, that's it. All right. Got Thanks some, for listening, yeah. everybody, and we will see you all soon. Peace out. Goodbye. Goodbye. Whoop. Act now and become the full guy. <laughs>